Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode. Today we are doing a special little mini app for some light-hearted self-care around the anxiety that may be promoted by coronavirus. Yes, it is certainly a hot topic at the moment. It's a huge worldwide pandemic. This virus that is going around and is something that we've had a fair few people reach out to us. I know my clients are certainly very worried. I know yours are too, aren't they? Um, so it's no, nobody's immune to feeling worried and anxious about the coronavirus. It's especially triggering for people who do have health anxiety or you know any other pre-existing mental health concerns such as anxiety. Um, Even immune Yeah, yeah, respiratory. Vulnerable. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And anyone who has been a substance user or recovering from substance misuse and this is certainly a really really triggering time Um, it's also a normal response and a normal reaction to a global pandemic that affects everyone so if you're feeling worried anxious stressed or overwhelmed Mm. that's normal completely completely normal it is very unsettling and i was saying to amy before it's been nobody really knows how to deal with it i mean i think it's so new no one teaches you how to deal with a pandemic like this so i think it's the uncertainty Mm, also that triggers a lot of fear and i think with anxiety i mean there's already that fear of the unknown and the uncertainty so this can absolutely exacerbate any anxiety disorders Mm. or any other mental health concern as well Mm. so we just wanted to quickly talk about it and maybe provide some strategies for you guys if you are feeling a little bit worried about it Mm. um it is certainly a time where self-care is very much needed and reaching out for help so amy give me some of your hot tips okay so self-care means recognizing when you are doing more than you are used to handling and trying to figure out what can be done to slow down self-care also means caring for yourself in times where you're not in crisis so everyday practices that can be implemented to help nurture yourself and I guess just allow yourself to function as best as you possibly can. So um, my first little self-care tip would be make sure you are getting enough sleep and rest. Mm. Sleep is so crucial for general functioning. Know how much sleep you require individually. For some people it's eight hours, for some people it's nine, ten hours and make an effort to allow yourself to rest your mind as well as your body because that is essential for self-care and being able to kind of cope and deal with stressful situations and to regulate you can't regulate your emotions you you know you there will be an increase in anxiety if you haven't slept purely Mm -hmm. just from you not getting enough quality sleep so really sleep is so important for so many things but certainly for emotional regulation and for reducing those feelings of anxiety Mm. what would be one of your tips Well, I certainly think that taking breaks from media is incredibly important. I know sometimes we can feel quite, um, we can't tear ourselves away from watching media and news and coverage and things like that. And they, I was watching the news today and they said that you do need to keep updated, but I certainly think there is a fine line. And also the choice of publications and news that you follow, there will be some news publications that are sensationalizing exaggerating and trying to get an emotional response they're trying to get the clicks they're trying to get you know a really great headline but that also can promote a lot of fear and anxiety it's quite fear-mongering you know in Australia it's the ABCs it's the SBS because they do deliver quite factual news without the sensationalizing so really if you can't switch off really be mindful of what you're listening to and and how it's affecting you even you know I'm pretty immune to the anxiety around the coronavirus but even me watching I think I watched about 20 minutes a day I I could feel myself getting quite anxious and Mm -hmm. really worried about 
the future and if I'm you know what's gonna happen with my job and what if I get it and what if I pass them to somebody like I'd feel really guilty so it can really snowball your thoughts around the coronavirus definitely and a little hot tip for that is switch off notifications so Mm. if you have any news apps or even um, Instagram and Facebook that you get notifications for turn off your notifications so that you can actually have a break from social media Mm. and also if you do want to consume some media Break it up a little bit. I mean, you do need to stay informed and and that's okay. And for some people, they might want to keep it on and that's completely okay. But having a bit of a break and maybe watching a comedy or maybe watching something that is distracting because the more that you work yourself up against it, the more anxious you'll feel and the less likely you'll be able to cope with any changes that come. So really, really switch up what you're consuming. Um, And yeah, acknowledging how you feel after you watch the news and and things like that can be super helpful. It's really good to know and to be curious, but there comes a time, there's a fine line between that repetitive checking and the fixation. And and I think that certainly feels like there is some control, especially with anxiety. Anxiety loves control. So maybe the repetitive checking of news Mm. feels like a bit of control, but it's a double-edged sword because it also fills you with anxiety. So maybe seeking control elsewhere you know, looking at what you can and can't control. You, you can control what you're doing, but you cannot stop the spread effectively. You can't stop, I guess, the impact it's having on other people, but what you can control is yourself and how you are dealing with it. If you are self-isolating or if you're home with your partner, it's quite normal for conflicts to arise as well. So just be really mindful of that. Um, I think also it's it could be really helpful if you are in quarantine or in self-isolation It, it it can be quite tricky and it can be it can be a trigger for body image issues because we are around food a lot more, eat any eating disorders. Um, as we said before, it can be a trigger for anxiety. Because we are generally more isolated, it can certainly be a trigger for depression. Mm. So I think, you know, just some quick tips if you're isolated or in quarantine, looking at I mean, your perspective of the situation. So what are some good things to come out of that? It could be you have read a book that you haven't read in a while or you've started a hobby that you've been meaning to get around to. You've completed a DIY project around the house. So even though it can seem really scary and overwhelming and a bit isolated at home, I think it can be really helpful to look at your perspective and to look at some things that you can do instead of looking at the things that you can't do. I think that can be really helpful. I think also creating a daily routine when we are isolated or working from home, we tend to forego that routine and tend to feel a little bit sluggish and disorganized and a little bit lost. (laughs) Um, So create a daily routine, write it down, put it on your fridge or write it down in front of your desk. Um, And if you are working from home as well, really good to try and put on some, some work clothes to try and have a bit of normality, make sure you take your lunch breaks and your food breaks um, and have some active breaks as well, like go for a little walk or anything like that. So this is a really unusual time, but really, really important that you take care of yourself if you are in isolation quarantine and, and look out for those neighbours or friends or elderly people that may need some help as well. I think on that monitoring your self-talk as well, mm. self-talk does a lot to shape our mood, our stress levels and whether we feel overwhelmed or in control. So like you said, focusing on what we can and can't control, um, sometimes we're not paying attention to that critical component of self-talk and I think that's really important as part of practising self-caring behaviours is monitoring how we're talking to ourselves and the messages that might be 
you know, affecting um, our anxiety and provoking our anxiety. So paying attention and start chipping away at your own little automatic Mm. thought processes so that you can have a more relaxed and calm train of thought. Really good other tip would be to connect with others. So talk to your support network, talk with people that you trust about your concerns and how you're feeling. I know certainly in Australia, I don't know if it's different overseas, but there are a lot of people who are ridiculing people and think, oh, it's not a big deal. I don't know why you're so worried, you know, get a grip kind of thing. And that's very Australian. But finding a friend or a support network or someone you can talk to who you do feel will listen to your needs and listen to what you're going through and really offer that support I think that's absolutely crucial in a, in a time like this or if you have a therapist mm. t- making sure you are reaching out with a therapist and talking to them about your concerns I think that's really helpful mm. yeah and Ames you put something up on Instagram today about you know listening to a good podcast yeah, doing uplifting. that yeah, yeah doing that mindfulness reading a book when you had practice gratitude yeah, staying present. I think that's really good. One thing I think is also important for at this time, everyone is so serious. Everyone is so gloomy and eerie mm. and it's the unknown. And it's a lot of cortisol going through a lot of cortisol <laughs> our and bodies. A, a lot of focus on the what ifs and mm. that is what anxiety is, focus <laughs> on the what ifs. So I think it's important to sh- shift our focus back to, okay, what do we know? We know that this is going to happen and that's going to happen. Like I know I'm going to go home tonight and have a really yummy dinner and I can focus on that. And I think just focusing on simple joys in Mm. life at this time is really important. So I know it might sound a bit silly, but things like putting on a really fun playlist Mm. and having a little bit of a dance, like I know that staying informed is important. Yes. But I think at this time we need a little bit of a breakup. We need a little bit of a change up from all the stress Mm. and influx of negative news that's going on. So um, whether that be a pamper night at Mm. home, you do a face mask, you listen to an uplifting potty or you, like I said, have a dance to your favourite playlist, do a home workout, get your body moving, Mm. you know, clean, redecorate. Because that is things you can control. It's incredibly healthy for your mental health, incredibly functional, incredibly helpful if you disconnect. Mm. I think, yes, it's great, as you're saying, saying but please disconnect. That is completely okay. It doesn't mean that you don't care or you won't stay updated. I'm sure the big announcements, (laughs) everybody will be updated. You won't be able to escape. You will hear it on the Daily Mail. Another really good tip is sending a really kind message to a friend you maybe haven't spoken to Mm. in a while and that kind of sparks conversation with someone you know reconnecting with someone else and that conversation isn't going to be focused on coronavirus Mm. that conversation is going to be like oh my gosh like how is your Christmas and New Year's Mm. like you're pregnant and married now like tell me about your life Mm. um things like that can be (laughs) I got chased by geese what you up to yeah yeah. (laughs) things like that can be a really feel good Mm kind of moment amongst all the chaos absolutely i think that's really really important um yeah and that mindfulness if you are worried if you do need someone to talk to if you don't have a therapist or psychologist or counselor i'm sure that they're probably super busy at the moment but you know you can check in if you've had one before or if you do see someone currently make an appointment to see them um or else there's always lifeline Mm -hmm. it is 
13, 11, 14. If Possibly you need someone blue. to talk to, Beyond Blue are really helpful as well. Not sure for our international listeners, but if you just search mental health support during the coronavirus, there will be some hotlines that you certainly can call. There are also a heap of resources online. Um, you've got the Butterfly Foundation, you've got Lifeline, you've got the New South Wales Department of Health. They've got heaps of resources online. A lot of counsellors and psychs are offering telehealth, so that's online counselling. Um, that's certainly something that can be helpful, especially if you're someone who is in quarantine or you need to self-isolate I think that we will put something in the show notes or maybe some Instagram posts later on in the week with just these supports for you guys as well but lifeline or triple zero in an emergency there's been a huge influx of mental health support the last few weeks so there are people ready and willing to talk to you if you are feeling a little bit anxious we encourage you to reach out even if you feel like oh I'm I don't have coronavirus I don't personally know anyone that has coronavirus Mm. If you're feeling anxious about it, there is absolutely no harm mm, in reaching out. Absolutely, yeah. And acknowledging other people's anxiety and you know, taking it seriously as well can be mm. helpful. If your friend, if you know someone who is anxious or your partner or someone that you just know at work, just maybe checking in with them and making sure that they're going okay because mm. people pretend that everything's fine. And so check on those friends. All right, guys, just a little mini episode. We just want to spread our wisdom during the coronavirus time. Um, Hope you guys are staying safe and please look after yourselves and your families. Take care. Bye.